I think I had a, an amazing career, more than uh, maybe a dream at the beginning. Uh, and of course, um, you know, when I, when I started my career, uh, I was always uh, wanted to be a, a very good tennis player and a big uh, professional because in Spain we had uh, a very good examples of uh, of players uh, that uh, they've been doing uh, very well. And of course, uh, for me, it was a, a pleasure to be one of the you know the better ones in Spain. So, of course, when you, you finish your career, you're giving maybe giving more importance to what uh, you've been doing during the whole career. And uh, after winning a Grand Slam and a Davis Cup champion, uh, for former uh, world number one. It's one of the things that uh, maybe I, I dreamed in at the beginning and uh, finally I couldn't achieve, so it's some amazing. So uh, when, you were, when you were in the middle of your career, who exactly did you feel like had a good, amazing impact on you for you to have that dream of becoming a professional tennis player? Well, my family and also my, my coach. Uh, is, you know, uh, I think that that persons on my career were uh, very important to me. To, to make um, to make my dream uh, come true because at the beginning always the things uh, comes very difficult also my mom passed away when I was uh, 16 years old and uh, everything uh, get even more hard to, to you know to get uh, success and uh, what what I've been doing but uh, definitely my family and uh, also my coach uh, were the, the ones uh, they they've been there uh, supporting me all the time now you have a family of your own, a wife and a daughter and a son. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, how has that changed your perspective, I would say, being a father and being around kids as far as how you view life differently or how it changed your perspective is in sport? Uh, in, sport in sport, not too much because uh, they're very young. And, uh, but, of course, uh, about living uh, every day with them, it's, uh, it's quite different. Uh, everything uh, gets uh, you know more tight all the time and uh, but of course I'm very proud of the family that I have I have three kids already oh three kids three okay kids. Yeah, one more, one more. One more. So, congratulations yeah, thank you, early thank you. congratulations so we, now, yeah. now I have a girl and uh, two boys okay so yeah of course uh, I wanted always I wanted to have a family and uh, after I retired I you know I you know I planned a little bit how I wanted to do it and uh, you know, with my wife and everything, and uh, we get married and uh, kids and uh, stay at the academy like uh, for five years, not traveling, uh, mm. nothing. And uh, I, I was only working there and, uh, you know, uh, directing some of the kids to, you know, uh, give uh, my experience on, on the tour and uh, how they can improve on the court. Um, and after that, I, you know, I decided to, to travel a little bit more because. You know, I, I felt that I needed a little bit, and uh, you know, now I'm in in this uh, situation that I'm now with Alcaraz, so, so such is nice. Why why did you feel like you needed it a little bit to travel? You know, I I felt that uh, I was traveling uh, most of the time in my life, and uh, I don't know I don't know how, but I felt that I needed to travel a little bit and stay uh, again close to the players and uh, see how the things going out there because I was like. You know, out of the competition, just just stay at, at the academy and then and, and nothing more. And uh, at that moment, I, I felt it. And the academy is very true to your heart because you were there from a very young age, I yeah. believe, correct? And then I've just continue. Yeah. yeah, when you were ten, and stayed there, and now are pretty much running the academy. Just talk about your academy and how important was 
that for you from a transition from a player to very a important. coaching? Yeah, very important. Uh, I think uh, for a tennis player, when the, he someone is retired, uh, it's you know it comes some empty situation in your life that uh, you needed to at the end uh, fill it up. So uh, having the academy and uh, you know uh, staying busy most of the time that I wanted when when I, I was not at the fa with the family or doing some hobbies that I had uh, it was very important to you know to have the court to have uh, you know as a director of the academy uh, it was nice to you know to to get busy as I, as I said and uh, because I know some players that uh, when they retire it's some you know some of the frustration that that, that they have and uh, it's you know it's, for me it was very important. Do you, do you mind if I ask if you talk about that emptiness feeling that you had as, I mean, as far as retiring? Because uh, a lot of people struggle with that, I as know, you said. I, know. I, I, I cannot tell you much about that because, you know, when I, when I retired, I, you know, I had planned what I wanted to do, you know, rest a little bit and then started the academy as a director. So, uh, of course, uh, I talked to some of the players about uh, this empty empty hole that uh, maybe they get into it but uh, in my case uh, my example I, I I cannot say too much about that because you know I had something to do is that something that you say you would address a little bit at your academy now with maybe players that are coming up or is it something that you talk about that mentality of making sure you have something to connect with throughout their career it could be, it could be, you, you could you could say that it's uh, you know uh, in, in somehow yeah uh, you need to talk about it. Uh, you need to 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 say how how you feel about it, and uh, and, and at the end, uh, I think it's very important to to make a decision in uh, what you want to do. And uh, in that at that point, I uh, I had lucky because I I had it very close from from me, and uh, I could do it very very easy to, to you know to accept the situation and then go and go for it and just a little bit more like expand if you don't mind a little bit more about your academy I know um, you have places that you that the players can stay a yes. lot of players coming Residency. in and out yeah, yeah, we have what what else does that, that does your academy offer as far as also an, an school an international okay. school that they're going to study over there and uh, we have also tw 21 court uh, one one indoor court and uh, 10 at a clay and uh, turn hard courts and uh, residency for uh, almost they're leaving like 70 to 80 people leaving the whole year over there as, as, a, as a annual uh, players and then uh, we have also a very hard um, or strong uh, summer state that uh, we maybe have like uh, 400 to 500 people uh, during the whole summer state so uh, for us it's very important and um, that's it. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, I mean, I was reading about it. It's a, it's a huge success. I know you also have a foundation yes, that you I that also, you talk. Yeah, Can you yeah. just little, give I us a little bit uh, of an idea? My, my mind passed away about the cancer, and uh, and uh, you know, I I found that I need to to make uh, something to you know to help people to go through it, and uh, you know, I yeah, I create a foundation to try to to help uh, some of the people that uh, they don't have much to fight against uh, uh, this, uh, this sick and uh, you know I think it's very important to for me to have it. And then earlier in the beginning of the interview you talked about just going back to your tennis career you you mentioned 
being number one, Roland Garros champ, and also Davis Cup. Yes. Just the difference between, I guess, the the nerves and the ta- uh, the pressure from Davis Cup on a team for your mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. compared to maybe being more individual when you're going for that title. Is there a difference for you? Yeah, it's, I think it's much more in Davis Cup uh, because I'm. You feel that uh, you're playing for your country, and uh, you feel that a lot of people is in in your back in that moment when. Uh, most of the time, when you're playing at home in Spain, uh, you can you can feel the, the the people cheering for you all the time and uh, all the all the s- strong support that, that you have. And at the beginning, uh, most of the time, the first time that you play, like uh, when I was when I was 20, I played for the first time, and uh, you know that year it helps me a lot, you know, to get more experience on uh, on this kind of. Uh, very difficult matches when the, you have to go go there alone. You know, uh, seeing the the, the court uh, full of people that uh, they wanted you to win, and uh, sometimes it's very difficult to handle to handle this. Uh, but I felt that uh, I was born to to play in this in this kind of situation because I like it, and I felt it very well, and I felt that I could play my my real tennis in in that situations. That's amazing because a lot of people actually struggle with those extra pressure and nerves. So as a coach now, do you feel like that's something that can be taught to be able to deal with those Uh, expectations? I think you have to born a little bit with that. Uh, It's it's very difficult to teach because you can talk uh, a lot of time about this, but uh, I think someone uh, has to have it insight and uh, because at the end you have to go alone to the court and uh, you have to go through these nerves that you have in, in, in difficult uh, moments on, on the match and uh, so it's something that uh, you have to have it for sure. And as far as your experience obviously playing on the tour with Nadal, Federer, Djokovic, what most impressed you I feel like when, when you look when you were around them um, what stood out to you the most? Uh, I don't know. It's tough to say because I was there trying to, you know, to find the tactic to play against them, and uh, sometimes I beat them. So uh, with Rafa, was his strength on the court? You can you can, f- you can feel you know when he's on a move all, all the time. What you know that, that the ball comes to you like very heavy, and uh, it's the, the the intensity of every point that uh, he's playing. Uh, Roger, of course, his his talent. Uh, you 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 felt that uh, he can he can do anything in any moment that he wants, and uh, and also Novak. Uh, for me, maybe the the the, the full the one that uh, he's gonna achieve more titles in the future. But impress everything. I think they they, they were so good, and uh, of course that they, they they won most of the matches that, that they've been playing so that's very impressed that, that it's very difficult to be able to stay at the same intensity week by week all the years that uh, they've been doing it so this uh, one of the most uh, things that I've been impressed yeah I mean I, I mean your career has been impressive too you've been able to come away with the wins against them but I, yeah the longevity Mm-hmm. of their careers, yeah, of course, your, of your career as well, to be able yeah. to sustain that mentality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what was important for you to be able to do that week in and week out from your perspective? Uh, I mean, the winnings always helps that uh, when, uh, when you go to tournaments and uh, you feel that you can do 
uh, a very good result and I think for sure helps to stay longer on the tour. Uh, it comes more difficult when the, you have injuries and uh, you don't win matches and, and you don't you feel that uh, you are not uh, on a place that uh, you have to be. But uh, you know, I think uh, as I said, win and stay fit and uh, playing at the at the end of your career less tournaments, but playing like very well this that tournament that I think uh, Rafa, Roger and Novak they're, they're doing that. They're playing like ten to twelve tournaments a year and uh, of course they they have Grand Slams as a goal and uh, they achieve to you know that they, they can play like high level in that in, in, in that few tournaments and it's very difficult to do that. And from when from when you finished playing how do you feel like the game has changed or how do you uh, feel like I think physically people you know uh, improve people now it's bigger and uh, stronger and uh, even you can see tall people that they can move like super well like Medvedev or Zverev and, uh, and before we, we didn't have that you, you could see players as uh, I don't know Richard Kreisek or even Isivis that uh, they were like super tall but they didn't move as well as people move now and uh, people now I think they play to destroy and not to make a, a construction the point you know what I mean yeah. and uh, it's like no thinking too much right. about it uh, and maybe before we were playing a little bit more on the plan, the tactic, and now it's like boom, boom, boom all the time, and it's a bit different. Of course, we're going to talk about who you're coaching now, which yeah. is Carlos Alcaraz. A lot of excitement around him. Very young guy. Yeah. Um, what are you most excited about him overall as a player? Um, I'm very excited. I think uh, he's a very humble guy and a very, very nice guy. You know, I'm very smart on the court, and uh, when I started with him, when I was, when he was uh, 15, is uh, something uh, going on different inside of me because I have a lot of um, opportunities to go with uh, very good players in that moment mm -hmm. that uh, they they were in the top 10, but I prefer at the end to go with someone that uh, needs really needs the help. You know that uh, he needs to to grow up as a tennis player he needs to grow, to grow up like as, as a as a human person so i i knew that uh he's supposed you know more time on the court more time with him maybe a little bit less time with my family because you know you have to travel uh since the very beginning to a juniors tournament and a challenge tournament and uh, futures and then start again in in that tour but um, I wanted to have the challenge. I think I, I was ready to to create a situation inside of me, you know, that I needed to grow up as a, as a coach. And I think uh, these years that I've been with Carlos, you know, uh, helped me to, you know, to, to know how difficult it is to, you know, to help a guy that is very young, but uh, is with a lot of talent and uh, he needs to go step by step and people, it's putting you a lot of responsibility because everybody's talking about that guy that's going to be the next number one. So, you know, sometimes it's very difficult, but uh, I like uh, as a player that pressure as a, as a coach. So, so, but how do you deal with that as far as, because he's hearing that too, right, mm, from a lot of outside sources? As I said, he's very, 
you know, humble and, and smart, and uh, he knows that uh, he has to make his own way. And uh, the, 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 you know, comparison with uh, Rafa Nadal all the time for him is, you know, is hearing that about two years ago from now. So, you know, he's very used to it and he he's able to super, you know, uh, okay, people, they're going to say that, but I'm going to go that way. I'm going to be in a, in a bit of a, of a bubble and I, you know, I'm going to stay with the support of my team and I go my way to try to, to do my things. Well, I, I read or I heard him say, I think it was, I think it was at the U.S. Open that he said, no, I play more like Federer. Is that what style. His style. His style, His yeah. Style. So style I feel like he was trying to get away from no, 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 that no, no, other no, comparison. No, no, not really, not really, because, you know, Rafa's style is it's a bit different than him, and if, you know, people is it's asking him who you think you, you know, you, you can play uh, more like, and uh, finally yeah. he says Freddie because he likes to go, and, you know, very deep on the court, and he has to go to a net, and uh, he has to be very aggressive all the time, so that's why. To me, his his movement already is amazing. Mm -hmm. So as far as that, that's something that you might not need to focus on so much. What other aspects of our no, game? No, no, we focus so much about movement. Still yeah, on that. Because, I mean, yeah, he moves really I, when well. I, when I arrived to the team, you know, his, his coordination of movement, it was not his oh, best. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so about yeah. a coordination like the balance and... Yeah, balance okay. and, you know, uh, yeah, footwork and, and, and all this stuff. And it was not the best. Uh, yeah, and I, I've been working on that for three years now, and uh, you know now it's so much better. Uh, still, he needs to improve. People all the time tells me that uh, oh, he's super his movement is like yeah, he's super fast. But <laughs> footwork sometimes he he can improve. But uh, yeah, of course, uh, it's impressed how he moves and uh, how he can slide on the court and uh, you know his, his strength on the court and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm very impressed about that. And as far as um, what, from your perspective, are your goals yeah, and I mean, to get better? Yeah, uh, as I tell him, not every bit, but but almost <laughs> that uh, you know we need time. We know we, we we don't have to be like hurry up all the time because he's he's going super fast already. But the thing that uh, I like the most on him that uh, he's able to adapt. Uh, speed that uh, he's playing to anyone, he can adapt his speed to the other one, and that it's very That's difficult it. because uh, when he was 15 or 16, he practiced already with Federer in Wimbledon or with team in Rio de Janeiro, and that, and you could feel that physically he wasn't the strong that he is now, but he was able to hit the ball as strong as the other one he was. So he adjusted quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of the things that he that he has the best. Uh, and of course, mentally, he's very hungry all the time. Uh, I think he thinks that that's uh, nice he, for you. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> I think that every time that he step on the court, he thinks he can win. It doesn't matter who is going to play. But it's mentally, it's very, this is very, very good to be one of the best that he wants to be. Uh, and of course, uh, about forehand, surf, uh, or other things, he has to still practicing on his surf to make surf more consistent uh, on a direction, good directions. Uh, forehand, of, of course, it's really good. Backhand is really good, and um, 
what can I say? I think he's very complete, but still he has to keep working. Yeah, <laughs> he's very exciting to watch. Thank you. Um, and just from a coach's perspective on a few other topics, um, because every, a lot of things that's changing too are like a lot of data analysis and statistics. Is that something that you pay attention to? I mean, just a little bit in yeah. some of the things that maybe now when you have to uh, study a little bit the rival that you're going to have for the next day, there's always uh, on some APP statistics about where he's serving when he has the break points or where he plays more on the forehand. And so I see a little bit, but not... I like to see to go to a court to, mm. s to see the, the, the day before that uh, who is going to play the rival and uh, see a little bit by myself uh, what he has to do to win. But of course, these things, you know, is, is, is maybe the future. Uh, people, they wanted to have uh, all these things to get easier the job that we have. But uh, me, in my example, I'm not very into it for the moment. And then the uh, the other thing that a lot of there's a lot of big teams coming on tour. A lot of people have a lot of people around uh -huh. them. Yeah. As far as maybe adding a sports psychologist, is that something that you look at, or I feel like you would be very good at that mentality anyway because you've experienced it yourself. Is that something that you look into, or is? Uh, I mean, I think it's important. Uh, a young player as a, as Carlos is um, he's working with a psychologist just to. Uh, make some routines on the court uh, or you know talk about what he's he's living right now that is a lot you know and uh, try to you know to make him you know follow the way that uh, is you know that is good and uh, to sometimes uh, remember him what what was the, the work that he was doing to arrive where, where, where he is right now that uh, it's also important but of course coaches are we are like as, as a psychologist as well uh, we, yeah. we, we talk with him every day and uh, we talk about all these things that uh, we, we're talking now and uh, what he has to do what, what he was doing or what, what he needs to do what he needs to improve so but as you said people now they invest a lot in has in having uh, a big team around sometimes it's good sometimes it's not right uh, but what i think is you have to be you know people that uh, increase your level your, your level around because it's very easy to have people that uh, they only want your money and uh, this is something that you have to to stay warning about it well i think i feel like I feel like I could sit and talk with you all day, but I feel Carlos is very lucky to have you. Thank I feel you honored much. that I got to play with you at the same time. Same. So it was always fun watching you play. Um, congratulations on everything, thank on your you. academy, on thank your career you. and everything. And um, thank you so much for joining us. We hope hope we get to talk to you again soon. Sure, yeah. sure. It was a pleasure. Yes, thank best you of much. luck. Thank you.